You're listening to People Real by Brandon Knopf. Hey everyone, thanks for joining People Real again. Today we're going to talk about in this show um, two very large companies that you will recognize. And they are, um, you know, literally household names in both of their industries. Um, Or one's actually a very well-known name, um, not even just in their industry, but the various industries that they basically partake in. Um, But we're going to talk about them here today because they are honestly, two of the biggest believers, um, at least their leaders are, um, because you can see it in what they do, especially the second um, company and and the leader who actually has started three companies, at least um, in public records, or or at least you can see. Well, these two companies are Amazon.com and Expedia.com. And I've had the privilege of actually working at both of these organizations. And when I was there, um, I did see them pour a lot of effort into each of their digital marketing um, efforts. And as a result, they've literally grown to become two of the best known companies in their industry. So you know with retail, Amazon is everywhere. They dominate almost every single vertical within retail and and it has literally just become so large that they've been easily taking or taking advantage of and just jumping into all different other fields, you know, or other, you know, sectors of of commerce and, and literally have put a lot of companies out of business. So we won't even talk about Amazon because it's so obvious how well they're doing, but we will talk a bit about Expedia. And the reason why is because both of these founders and also these, you know, folks that lead these companies truly do believe in SEO. And that is why I have been such a huge, huge advocate of using the search engine visibility or search engine, you know, placements for a company. So... This is something that isn't really readily available to everybody. Um, You might not see it in everyday news or you might not even be able to see it uh, minus the fact that you do see Expedia or Amazon basically show up organically and even on the paid side in terms of search um, everywhere. Um, When I was at Amazon, Jeff Bezos' policy or his, his mission was ubiquity. He literally wanted to be across the board in every single place possible as far as the internet was concerned. And he was doing it in multiple ways. He was putting that effort on the organic side. He was putting the effort on the paid side. And he was also even doing other things that would actually contribute to the search engine optimization for the company, which was their associates program, which is an affiliate marketing program, which allows a lot of websites or anybody who has content out there that relates to, frankly, anything that Amazon sells. And Amazon will pay you if you you know join the program and literally you know send over traffic to their site. But people don't realize that actually, in the end, Amazon wins. But uh, in the short term, people are willing to do whatever it takes in order to, you know, send it on over and then literally, you know, get their money in the short term. And then hopefully, you know, they'll try to build a business around it for the long term. 
Well, with that said, some companies get smart and they realize that they can literally, you know, continue that path on their own and, and literally expand. And that's why, like in Expedia's case, Travelocity was bought because they were literally one of the largest affiliates. And how do I know that? Because I was managing and helping manage the affiliates uh, relationships when I was at Expedia. All right. So without jumping back and forth, let, let's focus on one particular entity. And that is, like I said, Expedia. So there is a gentleman by the name of Rich Barton. Um, obviously, everybody knows Bezos, but Rich Barton is a little less known. And Rich founded Expedia, he used to be at Microsoft. And then he, you know, built Expedia, uh, starting off with the CD-ROM, if you even know what those are. And he literally cataloged a lot of the, the, the travel opportunities and, and, you know, just tried to build a business where a long time ago, the travel industry was still relatively antiquated. They used fax machines to send orders to hotels. And they had a lot of just, you know, old systems that were ready to be disrupted. And, and as a result, you know, Expedia jumped in that space and did what they could to, to advance it. And they did a great job. Um, at the time, uh, when they were jumping in, they also had to compete with uh, companies like Orbitz and Travelocity, which you see no longer truly exists right now. And I would argue it might be because Expedia continued to take SEO seriously. Um, they literally were putting a lot of effort into that part of their business so that they could show up. If you look at their um, site today, for example, here in June 2020, um, they show up literally number two um, organically for searches like flights, which is searched like about five million times a month or cheap flights. They're in the same position um, and that's searched a little over four million times a month for a, a very important phrase that a lot of other companies have, have vied for, which is hotels. And I think they did buy hotels.com when I was there. Um, that searched like literally 16 million plus times a month. And being in the third position, it really helps them. It actually drives about 0.77% of their traffic to their site. Um, so, you know, honestly, they do so well in all these unbranded terms that they get so much you know, free traffic and, and literally business to their site because people, when they're searching for these terms, like, you know, plane tickets or airline tickets, um, which they sit in the first position organically, they, they automatically get that visibility and people typically, you know, click into that first position at the highest amount. Um, when we would look at studies in the past, when the SERP, i.e. the search results page was um, more basic, where it had just text results, uh, people would actually click into that top result like 40% of the time sometimes, or or maybe on the low end around 20%, you know, for weird, weird searches, maybe even less. But um, there was even other cases where they would click through to that first position um, even at a higher degree. I mean, think about it. When you search for something, that first position is so valuable. It typically represents what seems to be the right result. And Google has done what they've wanted to do all along. And, the, and you know, they've tried to make that result very relevant. And uh, with their algorithm, with, you know, showing people literally a, a good result, 
they end up, uh, frankly, um, you know, creating that relevance or, or creating the right result that people are searching for. So that first result does get a lot of clicks. So anyway, so Rich Barton, you know, put a lot of effort into that. We had a huge marketing team, I recall, um, where we, we spent efforts across the board, just making sure that we would constantly uh, bring in plenty of uh, consumers and, and, you know, continue to build out the uh, business in, in a way where we, we're just literally, you know, hand over fist, getting customers to the site. As long as there's travel interest out there, we were doing well. And so um, our jobs as the marketing team was literally just to get them there. And, and it was pretty easy because we, we had a lot of support in making sure that we took care of things like, you know, basically the marketing visibility. And as a result, we ended up uh, making billions of dollars. Um, I think today Expedia, let's see, Expedia must be worth uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of like, uh, let's double check here. I'm going to just check on the web and you can see, well, actually it's a little lower than, you know, um, I've seen in recent times. It's at $12 billion. Um, so frankly, uh, maybe about 40% off, I guess, or maybe somewhere around there. Because I think earlier, um, before COVID occurred, uh, we, we or rather Expedia was ranging between $100 a share to, I think at the high end, like 150 whereas today it's, what, $87 a share. And so, you know, honestly, um, it's probably about half or 60% of, you know, its height. And so I guess at one point it was worth $24 billion. But anyway, I'm throwing all kinds of numbers out there, which you, you all don't care about. What I'm trying to tell you is that they took it very, very seriously. And as a result, they've literally been able to build out a business where because they're being seen whenever people are making those searches, they will literally get that business. So if you do the same thing with your search engine optimization of your website, you can actually garner a similar amount of benefit. But here's the thing. All of you out there who are thinking about SEO or maybe considering um, using somebody to help you out or maybe even learning how to do it yourself by using those great resources I shared in our previous episode, um, which are like Moz.com or uh, Hrefs or other sites that literally exist. You know, you can literally Google and, and find so many resources these days in learning how to do it yourself. But regardless, if, if you do plan on doing it, when I, one thing that I would highly recommend is going all in. Because that's one thing that I feel like a lot of organizations, when they jump into these specific areas, they fail to do. And that's not what Jeff Bezos or, or Rich Barton did. They honestly went full steam ahead, put so much effort into it, and continuously did it all the way up till today. Even though COVID hit really hard and the travel industry was really, you know, basically, you know, brutal to, to Expedia. I mean, frankly, Expedia lost a lot of money here in the first quarter of 2020. Um, I think they even, you know, took out some loans to, to get some more cash. But, but that's honestly just to kind of protect their balance sheet where, you know, right now with their balance sheet, I think they're somewhere in the neighborhood of like three to $4 billion in cash. They just didn't want to, you know, usurp all that uh, cash and, and look less stable, frankly, um, since they do have a lot of expenses. But but overall, they're fine. I think they lost over a billion dollars in the quarter, but still, you know, ended up uh, still having all that cash and not, not uh, literally sinking as bad as, you know, 
the stock market and or, you know, people kind of feared uh, right at the initial parts of uh, COVID, which I think they were down maybe as much as like one third or even less than one third of their height um, this this past year. But still, the point is, they were still visible. They were visible for all these unbranded terms. That didn't really change. And so as long as people were searching for the travel, which, you know, unfortunately for them, they weren't, um, they were getting that business. And uh, taking that seriously um, honestly helped them. But Rich didn't just stop there. After leaving Expedia, because basically Barry Diller and his whole crew ended up buying the company and, you know, literally switching hands and, and frankly, uh, you know, kind of changing directions and probably not being as, as um, you know, cooperative with Rich Barton. Rich moved ahead and, you know, with all his, his, his gains, he ended up uh, creating another company that, that, that disrupted the, another industry. And that was Zillow.com. So the real estate industry has been ripe for, frankly, you know, disruption and, and change. And so Rich decided to jump in that area. And uh, again, using search or search engine optimization and and, and just overall um, all the different channels within it, um, he was able to build out literally one of the biggest websites that that frankly exists in the real estate industry. And it also, you know, simultaneously, you, you would see other companies as well, um, you know, jump in that space. And you can tell how serious he was. Why? Because if you actually look at even, you know, and I tell you that Expedia is, is taking it seriously. Look at Zillow. Zillow's even taking it more seriously than, um, you know, Expedia from what I can see, because I think they're even ranked even higher than Expedia these days as far as like organic benefits. There's a little uh, website that we use or a tool that a lot of SEOs are able to, to leverage, and that is um, a, a tool called SEMrush, S-E-M-R-U-S-H. Um, it runs around about 100 bucks a month. Well, with that tool, um, you're able to extract uh, all kinds of data, including, you know, great models, which, you know, they rank every month, uh, like the top thousands and thousands of websites that are organically friendly. So you can kind of go to them and, and look for um, examples of how to do it. And uh, Zillow.com actually ranks, uh, I think, 55th in the world uh, currently as far as, you know, best organically friendly websites. And just for reference sake, uh, the top 10 are like Wikipedia, YouTube, in the second position, Amazon uh, trails into third. Um, but you know, honestly, they they get over, frankly, a billion uh, users. I think, or or at least uh, visitors a month um, organically. So you know, being third still you know benefits them in quite a fashion. Um, Google, actually, funny enough, is uh, the fourth. Facebook is fifth. IMDb, yeah, the movie site, uh, you know, sits in sixth position. Um, One site that I tell a lot of people that they should be using is Pinterest. Pinterest is quite high in uh, terms of the organic rankings in the world. Um, And the eighth position is an adult site, let's just say. And frankly, you know, that industry has leveraged organic from what I know um, quite well. Um, I do a study every year kind of examining like what the top terms are and, and honestly adult terms are, are them. And so, um, you know, uh, it doesn't surprise me that they're in the eighth position. Number nine is actually fandom. Uh, I think it's a community, uh, based, uh, website, you know, probably taking advantage of a lot of the, the trends these days, like in Asia and things like that. And, uh, rounding off the top 10 is Merriam Webster. So these are the websites that take organic search engine optimization incredibly seriously. 
And they are proof that, honestly, if you want to do the same thing, you can actually benefit from it as well. And, uh, you know, there's thousands and thousands of websites that this this tool tracks um, and, and you can see how they track it. You know, like, for example, I'll even uh, give a couple examples that are not necessarily in the top 50. Let's go to, let's say, number 62, Spanish Dictionary. Um, they're a website that gets 47 million visitors every single month uh, just through organic. Um, at least that's what uh, um, SEMrush estimates. Um, the United States Postal Service actually gets uh, quite a bit, which makes sense, you know, frankly, because it is a government site and that there's a lot of interest around that. One site that uh, isn't necessarily as, uh, you know, friendly as Amazon in third position, but still they're getting better is Costco.com. So Costco is taking it more and more seriously and uh, as a result, probably benefiting from this as well. A um, couple other sites in the hundredth position cvs.com drugstore so they're being smart along with walgreens and 98th position so yeah take advantage of it folks it can really really help you and uh if you do you can get these same benefits and by the way um you know rich barton didn't just stop at zillow he ended up creating a glass door as well and that's uh, also another site that does quite well with uh the search engines so just wanted to give you some examples and literally how these guys do it. Um, we can definitely talk about Amazon at some other point if you're curious and, you know, love to hear some questions that you might have as far as that's concerned. But, you know, just to, to tap into a tad bit of what they're doing in terms of unbranded searches, basically those searches that, you know, don't have the brand in it. You know, they, they actually are number one for nails. Can you believe it? Toilet paper. <laughs> You know, probably want to take that seriously given, you know, it's the, the toilet paper craze that we've seen in, you know, with COVID-19 uh, this past year. Um, and AirPods, you know, uh, they're number two, uh, not necessarily number one, but, you know, because it's searched four million times a month, you know, it, it actually benefits them almost in the same percentage as, as toilet paper does. Um, and, and you know that AirPods will probably be a lot better in terms of their bottom line because of the costs. And so um, lots of benefits there. So many terms. I mean, frankly, there are, um, I think SEMrush says that Amazon gets somewhere in the neighborhood of what? Yeah, 877,000 phrases. Can you believe that? 877,000 phrases. I mean, and that's, it's literally like free. So again, take it seriously. And maybe at some point you can be the richest person on the planet because you took advantage of search engine optimization. So that is the theme. Uh, I'll probably, you know, get off my soapbox um, after today's episode about how valuable it is and maybe even address some uh, better questions that we have maybe moving forward as far as, you know, um, how to leverage it and what to do in the particular categories or areas. Um, but, you know, I did have to say one more time in this episode, this, you know, um, our second, uh, you know, effort in terms of digital marketing, um, or the emphasis that is with our show, uh, People Real, is that SEO has so much power. And uh, again, that's why I'm so passionate about it is, is honestly, I feel like there's so much you can tap into and, and literally leverage. And it's, it's not even a sales thing or a pitch to any degree because no one benefits from it more than Google or, or Bing or all the search engines. You know, I don't, I don't get paid by these search engines. Um, yet I sit here and just passionately tell you over and over and over that you should be out there taking advantage of this. All right. 
So that is it for today on our show. Um, just wanted to give you some examples and some statistics to, you know, prove that I, you know, everything I'm saying about search engine optimization or SEO rings true and is valid because of all these different things that are benefiting um, at least these two larger companies. I'm happy to jump into other smaller companies or other areas. You know, I do blog quite a bit, so I do um, examine other areas that uh, people are searching. You know, um, like I said, I do that study, which, you know, get, exposes me to to so many different phrases, even beyond the top 100 that I try to make public for everybody. Um, so feel free to reach out, ask us any questions. I know this this area is still confusing to many people. Um, even people I've talked to for 10 years on the topic are still confused and, and don't even understand the value or can appreciate it. Uh, maybe one topic I think we should jump into perhaps next uh, episode, uh, you know, focusing in terms of uh, digital marketing is maybe Google My Business because that's becoming more and more ubiquitous. Um, it is a very interesting phenomenon, I would argue, um, replacing the yellow pages and the white pages overall. But um, the ways you can leverage it and the fact that it's free, you know, um, and maybe even some thoughts about how it may change or morph into something else like a paid service at some point. So stuff that we should probably talk about. All right. So anyway, uh, I've taken up a lot of your time here today, so we will let you go, like I said. But uh, thank you for joining us here on People Real. And eventually we will get some other people on the show, but wanted to make sure that we gave you some needed information to start off with. Um, and also, you know, to be honest, uh, you know, I haven't been on the radio for years and just wanted to, you know, jump on here. So please do excuse the mess and a little bit of the, you know, rustiness of me on the show. Um, you know, haven't been doing the podcasting thing for, for, you know, as long as a lot of the people who are. And, uh, um, you know, again, haven't been on the radio for, for a handful of years. And so a little bit uh, off, I would say, in my game. But uh, hope that you guys enjoyed despite that. And uh, if you do get a chance, uh, do rate us. Um, you know, that always helps us when you go down and review us and hopefully give us as many stars as you, you know, think we deserve. Hopefully five will be in your mind. But uh, regardless, you know, be honest and, you know, tell us your, your true feelings and, and feel free to tell us anything that you would love for us to share. Happy to do that uh, for you all because I really enjoy it. Um, and that's one of the reasons why we talk about uh, education is because I have been a teacher for a good number of years of my life and I really love helping people. And I forgot that's another reason why I sit here on this podcast um, as regularly as I do, is I do want to just teach and share with the world some of the findings and learnings that I've actually acquired over the years. And so hopefully it's clear. And if it's not, I'm happy to adjust and help you all out. All right. Thanks again. I will finally come to an end here in today's episode. We hope to see you back here on People Real.